All right, let's game fans. <laughs> we have a victory tonight. What a game! And Woo. you are here for we. The Thunder, there it is, another huge win. Oh, wait, there's Oreo. Huge. I did Oreo get on there. Huge. Let's get Oreo off there because it's not Oreo we want to talk about. We want to talk about my hero, Nikita Kucherov, also my Kuch. uncle. Everybody I'll tell you uncle, uncle, uncle Kuch. It is Shooter. I'm here with the stash. We've oh, got yeah. Thomas Cooley and... Dear Lord, I'm excited right now. I had to go. We had a little delay because I had to go make myself a white Russian because my favorite white Russian just won us the game. Oh, 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 yes, the game with seven seconds left. Ah. Shots, baby. Shots. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, where where do we start? Dare we even begin? Wait, let, me, let me set the table first. We're taking calls tonight. We're looking at comments tonight. Put your comments in, in the chat there. We'll highlight them. We're going to have our three stars in the chat tonight. We're going to take some calls tonight. Anyone that's eligible will be – or anyone that calls in is going to be eligible for some Doc Talk gear. You might not want it tonight as Killer made that well, early exit. Yo, I still um, got his back. Got some bullshit. So let's do, let's do our, our breakdown, our awesome breakdown of the game. Um, I'll put the link out there to get some, some folks uh, on the show. Um, why don't you guys kind of start us off with your first thoughts of the game, and then I'll start to break it down. Man. No killer, no point, no problem. Hey, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's you know, I want to start at the, the beginning and kind of break the whole thing down, but if you really look at it, down to nine forwards, this team, these two teams were evenly matched. We want to talk about depth, what we've been talking about, D-E-P-T-H, depth. These guys are down two of their best forwards, and they it's, a, it's like an even matchup. And in the end, they're the ones that get the uh, the good plays and the good opportunities to, uh, to win the game. I mean, it, it's just unreal how good and how deep this team is. It's insane. And, it's insane. and a short bench on the forward because we're going one more D. So Right, exactly. Wait, we had a short bench. I, I missed that because it was yeah. not mentioned a single time in the broadcast. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. man, yeah. So what a game! What a game! By the way, they're still playing it right here on the. They keep oh, yeah. playing it over and over again up on the wall. Over and over again. I will watch it over and over again. I watched it at least five times before we came on, for sure. <laughs> and we had so many chances there uh, at at the end. So. Let's break yeah. it down. I'm going to put the um, the insight in the chat for anyone that wants to join the show. Uh, you can call in here, and um, we're going to do our little breakdown, and we'll have you on. And, again, give us your, your comments. You know, we love smart hockey comments. We love funny comments. We love smart-ass uh, comments. We, we, yeah, we love it all. <laughs> we love it all. So bring it all. I wonder which one um, he's talking about there. <laughs> Uh, do, I, do I start at the top of the list or the bottom okay, of the list? I, I can't, I'm already top waiting. Top viewers. Time. Top you, viewers. Guys can't, you guys can't pick those, can you? <laughs> no. No. All right. So let's let me let me let me go to the notes. Let me go to the game notes here. Actually, really short what notes. Not not much happened this game. There wasn't a ton of goals. There wasn't two notes. There were power plays, but not too many power plays. So first off, before the game. Um, Polarmov gets the nod to start. Um, 
Lightning, same as same as usual. First period, though, drop the puck. Uh, New York scores like a minute in. Matt Martin, who was like the their MVP this game and of the playoffs almost, beside Barzell. But Matt Martin puts one in, just kind of a defensive lap. I thought defensively we did not play as good, obviously, as we did in game one. And right off the bat, it bit us in the butt there. But luckily, um, that was the only goal of the game. Uh, Vassy shut them out for the following, what, 58 minutes? Eight minutes, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, then you got the power or the penalty by Kalorn about five or six minutes in. Just not a great play, killer. I know you're listening. <laughs> not a not a great play uh, to hit a guy like that. It was definitely a penalty. There's no doubt about yeah. it. It's it's that's the kind of play that the NHL does not want. I'm sure Killer knows that. Um, but my my problem, and I think a lot of Bolt's problem, was game misconduct. Really, yeah. gonna, after yeah. what we saw last round with Nick Ritchie. Uh, with a really late hit on Yanni Gord, not get a game misconduct and not get suspended the next game. We see our guy five minutes in the game, get the five minute major and the game misconduct, uh, and he's done for the game. So that was kind of what hurt me on that one. How did you guys feel about that? Well, I think they were told now to call that because then it can be reviewed. And then, but they still stuck with it. But uh, I think now anything that's borderline like that, they automatically will call it and then go to the review and see. But they, for some reason, why they didn't drop it is beyond me. I mean, the misconduct, I, that's just too much, if you ask me, in a, in a playoff game like this. It, it, it's definitely, like you said, the bat hit. You come back, and, and, I, and the, thing, the thing is, I kind of came in late. Uh, I was out with a buddy. Ended up talking to my parents anyway. So you know, okay. Yeah, I came in like, yeah, I came in right at that killer hit. Like I walked in right as they were replaying the hit and made the call. And then they gave him the misconduct. And I'm like, oh, that's garbage. Cause I didn't see it in game uh, speed or whatever in context. Then when they showed it later, I'm like, okay, that was all numbers from killer. Definitely a bad hit, but I don't see how that's a game misconduct. Like definitely the five for boarding. I mean, I, I don't know. That's tough. And again, I mean, that yeah. means he's automatically missing the next game, right? Uh, usually that's the case. So I think, yeah, it's an automatic at least one game suspension now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's really unfortunate because you call that five minutes in. So not only do we lose him next game, we lose him pretty much this entire game. This entire game. That was my problem with the call. Right. Like if you're going to make that call in the second period or even the third period, okay, but you're going to cripple a team, especially, well, we'll get to it when we have another really good player who exits the game. So we'll get there. Um, anyway, uh, killed the power play, right? Five minutes. I was going to say, Bay, what, killed it. I was going to say, how huge was that, was killing that off? Because, you know, with the five-minute major, you can score as many goals as you can in that five minutes without it going away. So to completely kill that off was great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then Tampa Bay got a penalty. Or, no. They got a penalty. We got on the power play. Couldn't really do much on the power play. Looked a little out of sync. Um, and then it was minutes later, I think, where had been scored off that face-off, a huge um, icing call, and the Bolts took advantage with about a minute left in the period. Got out of that period with a score one to one, with New York leading in shots thirteen to four. Yeah. It was the complete opposite of uh, the first game where we talked about how every shot was on net. It seemed like the complete opposite percentage, like 98% of their shots didn't make it to the goal. 
uh, it was the passing oh, yeah. wasn't tight. Uh, and like you said, what, what was the number one thing? I said the number one star of last game was the defense. Uh, I would say that the number zero star tonight would be our defense. I mean, they came up big late for sure when they got down deep uh, on the bench or short on the bench, however you want to put it. Uh, you know, McDonough obviously making big plays late, heading in, skating Chernak. all the way through Chernak the Chernak game. Chernak, yeah. coming through. Yeah, a couple of big plays, some physical plays, some good plays with the stick as well. So late late in the game, they turned on when they had to, which is the kind of the, the uh, theme of this team anyways in the playoffs as a, as a group. But in general, I think the defense let them down the most uh, as a core tonight. And um, it was just good to see that, you know, people talking about Shen was uh, throwing out some cold brews tonight. He, he played he some played. good minutes. He definitely played some good minutes that we needed. I would have liked to, you know, hindsight being 2020, I wish it would have been Kobe that got the start since they got uh, a little short on the bench. But uh, all things considered, when it came down to it, they stepped up and – and helped shut the red, the Islanders down for the rest of the game. They did. The passing, but, the passing sucked the whole game until the last five yeah. minutes of the game. Right. And it was horrible so, passing. So bad. Yeah. Passing, yeah. passing was off tonight. The shooting was off. Everything was a little off tonight. But again, and we, this is the theme of this playoffs, whatever the bolts get thrown at them, it does not matter right now. Another it does victory. not matter. Another one goal victory. So huge. So second period. First time they first time they've been behind in a game since game two against Boston. So yeah. some, some good adversity there that they came back to win this game. Yeah, amazing. So second period, um, another power play right off the bat. Not much going on in the power play tonight. No goals in the power play out of though I think it was three. Yeah, we got that up on the screen right now. Three power plays. Um, then you saw the fight, you saw Shen and Martin drop the gloves, you saw it start to get a little bit more physical. Um, a couple point blank chances right in front of Vassy where the big cat stood tall when he needed to. Huge, huge, huge saves. Yeah, man. Um, uh, four on four, matching penalties uh, after the whistle. I think it was Gord. I forget who else it was. Um, and, and no, it actually wasn't matching. I, I wrote that down and then they only sent Gord. He did kind of like throw a punch there. But usually, again, like you usually see most of those guys go off. Uh, at the same time, Maroon and Martin then kind of had at it. Then there was a four on four. And then sometime in that period, that's where all hell broke loose on lightning Twitter as Braden point has left the bench uh, yeah. and he did not return to the game. So hopefully anyone watching post the real post game show can give us an update on what they say. They're not going to say shit about it. Um, we'll find out in a couple days. In no, I'm listening to it in the background here. They're playing it, and they haven't if, said anything about it yet. If there's one guy you, you didn't want to lose right now, that's the guy. But no, that's not true. Bassie's the guy. Um, right. Anyway, yeah. third period. Uh, Bolts get another power play to kind of start it off. Nothing again, right? Um, then uh, a couple Bolts penalties later in the third period. They gave them a five on three. And, you know, that call was complete garbage. Yeah, I was going to say the hook, I'll, I'll the take hook, yeah. the second penalty. But that wouldn't have been a penalty but, if it wasn't for the McDonough. Complete garbage that, call on McDonough. That hold, I, I mean, it was like a, a half second kind of hold and he let him go. I mean, <laughs> it, listen, if you're going to call that, call the other calls when Sorelli's spinning around because he's getting held or call, right. um, who was it, Shaddy with the obvious trip at the blue line. You know, call it both ways. That's all I'm asking for. I hate people when people complain about the refs. I'm turning into that guy. 
Uh, <laughs> I think we all are, though. Well, um, I mean, I mean, you know, three three attempts for us, four for them. You know, and and they, I just think that was definitely a garbage call. It just led to a five on three, which made it even stand out even more. You know what I mean? Um, but again, there was the PK, as uh, CJ Joe just pointed out in the in the chat. Huge. PK was huge, and that's it. with Killer gone, and he, you know, with say, a lot PK of without Killorn, yeah, without Killer, he, he put on a lot of minutes in the PK. So yep. that was a big team effort right there, too. Uh, again, I'll imagine that uh, losing the face-off uh, battles again, um, <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, at least they had a couple of key win or key face-off wins, which of course we mentioned earlier led to the one headman goal early on. So, or in the first. So, All right. you know they're they're at least coming through when they need them. But man, yeah. I wish the, I wish the refs would just drop the puck sometimes. Like I feel like sometimes they're just sitting there holding the puck, like hey, uh, waiting for somebody to foul so they can throw them out instead of just getting up there, dropping the puck, and getting out the way. Listen, we can bitch about the refs for the next hour and a half. Easily. That's all we have to talk about, really, because we're up 2 0 in the series. We're up 2 0 in the series. Come on. Let me let me finish this recap because the only thing I have left to say is seven seconds left. McDonough somehow finds Cooch on the other end of the ice. 8.8. Kucherov does what Kucherov does. Cooch, Cooch, Cooch. Hell yeah. Over. You can't hear it. We didn't get that audio. Game, no. so you don't. Game over. Just, just add it in post. Add it in post. Oh, you guys didn't hear that? No. no. Didn't, didn't get the lightning bolt to get any either. All right. <laughs> but anyway, close your eyes. Pretend the goal horn went off and we won the game. Oh, wait. It, it happened already. Oh. So that's the recap. I see we've got some people lined up uh, that want to join the show. So let's bring on Steven first. And, and I see – um, I want some first time freaking callers, guys. I see yeah. all people that have called in before. No offense to you guys. <laughs> we love you. We love our little we'll, guys. We'll bring in Steven. Guys and gals, but yeah, come on, man. What's say, up, Steven? Did, did you miss me? Um, you are like our own, like smaller like version the Bulls of the were missing the net tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I, wore, I wore this shirt specifically for the. <laughs> I was like, well, looks like the shirt matched today. What do you know? No, it was um. We knew from the start. I, I, everyone knew. I'm, I'm like, look, this is gonna be a different game. It's gonna be a super short game. I'm like, it's gonna be a one goal game. Like, sweet, came out on top. Cause, cause I was like, look, I was like, ah, I, I give the benefit of the doubt to the Islanders. But as soon as I heard NBC when the Islanders went went on the five on three, they were like, oh, that's it, that's the game. I'm like, oh, nope, they they choked them right there. The depth. It's like, yeah. They, well, you guys talking about it? It's that depth. I knew it, man. I, I like when you kill a penalty, you get momentum. When you kill a five on three, you get like momentum times two. It's like in Super Mario Brothers, you know, like you get real happy when you get that mushroom uh, and you get big. Uh, killing a five on three is getting that freaking flower and then you're spitting you're fireball. Fire everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah, and then getting the goal with eight seconds left is uh, getting the you know, yeah, and flying like, all you know, over the place, baby. That's what's up. It's always fun to watch us not going to overtime. <laughs> hey, yeah, I was ready for overtime, though. I oh, was yeah, like, we're, hey, we're the closer we're we're we got, the more confident I got. And, and like, you know, um, and again, I think I think this has got to really be a bit of a gut punch for the uh, 
the Islanders because you got us down to nine forwards, no point, no killer, who maybe not be showing up on the stat sheet, but he always shows up before checking game. He always shows up in the physical game. He always shows up in the PK. He shows up all up and down the lineup on the ice anyways throughout every game. So those are two big guys to lose when you're already doing 7-11. So, you know, I mean, that's got – I mean, and they looked at – like, they looked even. Since the day – since point – from the second point went up, they looked like two even teams. Like, that yeah. was a regular Lightning team versus – and they couldn't get it done. And there were a lot of times they got some sustained uh, – Yeah, they were in their zone for like – like But they never got a lot of super dangerous shots off. Fatsy, I thought, saw the puck super well. He didn't have a lot of interference, nobody getting in his way, not a lot of screen shots or anything like that. And uh, it, it, and in the end, it, it, the Lightning clearly looked like the better team. When it was kind of even, they still looked like a better team getting the better opportunities and the more quality chances. How do you got to feel about the Islanders as a team and your own guys after that? After getting beat 8-2, now you're down, you yeah, know, 12 I, I mean, nine. Thomas says, Thomas <laughs> yeah. says, dude, will you get that no. game where you just absolutely kill them? And I'm like, yeah, I think the first game we kind of sh- shunned their confidence. And this game we've probably shown their confidence a little bit more now. Yeah. Same thing, you know, same thing will apply. We're, we're not – I love how they're not overconfident. They're going smooth. They're going in very uh, – I see Thomas has more of the, the party behind – but they're going in They're going in level-headed. Nothing's like, you know, we're better than them. It's always, you know, there's a team over there. They want the same thing we do. Let's let's play better. Let's work for this. Absolutely. The, the star for the game for me was Coop because I haven't seen Coop react like that in forever. Like, beautiful. Oh, I know. I got to find that. I got to find that on Twitter and I'll share it. Camera just pans over at Cooper. Just one, two, three. I'm like, yes. There you go, Cooper. Show, show some love. I mean, I'm sitting here, as you see me right now, uh, Tanner Sickle says in the comments that he had the same reaction to the goal as Coop. So did I. I'm sitting right here. Uh, the kids have been in bed in the other room, yeah, and I'm just sitting here like fist pumping away. I'm sitting here fist pumping away, and I'm like, I couldn't stop doing the old Tiger fist bump over and over and over again. It was great. I do agree, though. Those the 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 Kalorn hit, like you, you you saw, yeah, it was from behind. You know, it was from the shoulder. It didn't look like he bounced too hard off the board. Was it a boarding? Oh, the triple yeah. fist pump, dude. That was one of the best triple fist bumps I've ever seen, man. Honestly, if you, if you really go that back was- and rank. His shoulders were square. And I, he had the leading hands in there, too, like almost like a lawnmower kind of action, too. Like it's a it's double, double dude in there. Dude, look at this. Look at this oh, form right here. What, what, what's this form? Watch this form. I'm worried about. He's got the arm, man. He's about to throw a bow one of the guys. We already I think that automatically it. gives him the first star of the game from Thomas right. for sure. Like yeah, totally. I think yeah, he was yeah, number two already, but the fist bump yeah. takes him takes him to the first star of the game yeah, for sure. That's yeah, a so. fist bump. Did this go uh, in like clear? It, off it, it went off for Lama. It went off for Lama. They replayed it, and apparently it didn't go in, and they're actually in overtime right now. We just all got so excited. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. That was a good goal. Lightning up 2 nothing. Eastern Conference Finals. The GM and- over there looking with steak eyes like, oh, my God, they actually did. I know. I can replay this over and over, but we're only going to watch it one more time. So anyone that actually listens to the podcast, which it is a significant number now, thank you guys but for listening. Fish can call a little bit over it. 
I know. I got to hear that. Actually, I don't know uh, if I've got audio on this one. He, he probably he probably was whispering tonight after uh, game one. But uh, yeah, Va- Tony Vasquez talking about keeping Barzell in check was a big momentum change. Uh, and then Orozco, Matthew said that not according to NBCSN. And I was saying the same thing. I'm like, wait. Because they were like, oh, Barzell's out there looking like point tonight. I'm like, um, oh. no, wait, how many goals does he have? Uh, none. How many assists? Uh, how many amazing plays has he made? None. He looked nothing like point tonight. It was freaking ridiculous. When I'm like, he, he might like I felt like they called a good game. And I felt like they called a good game. But with that right there, I was like, okay, I'm out. I, I, I'm yeah, not Barzell's I can't like, even, I can't a defend great, that. That's great ridiculous. player, but he's definitely not. Like the caliber right no. there, I'm like, mm. I'm yeah. like, he's definitely, you know, he's super impressive to watch on the ice. I love you. He dances everywhere. So like, well, <laughs> I totally like, agree with you. Like, that's, 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 <laughs> that's a great use of the, of the highlight pen there, Shooter. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah, because they, they made the comment high. that he was just – it was a point-type game. No, point yeah. scored two goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, five, five points. points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my exact reaction. It's like my brother was looking just like Point was last game. I'm like, um, no, it's tied one no, one. No, not even close. Yeah, and that's what I want to hear. I want to hear from you guys. Who are your three stars of the game? Because this was such a weird game, right? Like we it felt like we were meant to lose this game based on everything that happened, but um, you know, I and, and I want to hear in the chat too who your three stars are. I would agree with this. I would take out Barzell and I would put Martin in there because he was that guy tonight that was just really at the edit. Oh, yeah. He was, he was pulling us in everything. Yeah. You know, you want to, this is a tough one because I also think that Pollock uh, deserves a lot of credit in this game when they were down short, he was doing a lot of forecheck. He had a lot of possession. He was kind of, cause there was a point there at the end of the second start of the third where, the Islanders got some good momentum, the penalties and everything else, and they looked like they were going to get some momentum. And Pollock was out there making plays, at least to keep them from them from making big plays. So I think I'd probably throw him at three and put Cooch, Vassy, and Pollock as my third star. Cool. You guys saw for yeah. a split second they had the triplets on out there. I'm like, is that is that what I think? Uh, the, the reunion, like, yeah. I, I thought that was coming. Hey, I see we got Scott there with Thomas. So let's get his take on the game real quick while he's there because he's probably trying to get yeah. home. And you need to you need to check out his best part of waking up tomorrow morning yeah, in Thunderbolt. Like Scott, oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, the game. So I would say that, I, I don't know, it probably has already been said. I mean, and honestly, it's said all over NBC, but we probably did not deserve to win that game. Uh, and as far as the three stars, I'm going to give it to Vazzy as number one. I don't, don't think we should give to Cooch because, I mean, somebody had to score it. But, I mean, it was a great goal. But I would say Vazzy, Cooch, and then for star number three, I think I would throw it to, like, Chernak or uh, McDonough, somebody who, you know, who made a bunch of block shots out there. Because, I don't know, McDonough, I'm not even a McDonough fan, but he looked pretty good to me. Yeah, he definitely stepped up for sure, especially late, especially late in that third yeah, that's sliding play and from He didn't hear you when he said that when you said the defense sucked today, Stash. Oh, I said it started out. I said it started out sucking I mean, and it wasn't as effective as the worse. first game, but they picked it up late, is what I said. If you want to actually quote me there, <laughs> <laughs> Stash 2020. <laughs> yeah. that, I, I, like I think comment. after that, 
after, you know, coming back and winning that, I think it's going to be pretty hard to stop us in this series. I mean, no, no jinxies, but it could be like a four one or four nothing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think the big key is if point can come back um, in the next game, if he does, maybe you're still, even if killer gets suspended, which we all assume he will, maybe you can still roll the seven eleven. but if he can't, I mean, maybe you got to call up a couple guys and go with 12 and 6 again. And, oh, you know, like Thomas said, time to suit up Stamkos. Put him in. Put him in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to play. All right. I'm here to play. Bye, right. right, everybody. Good night. Awesome. Cheers, yeah. Go, yeah. Go make sure you check out Scott's post oh, no, tomorrow okay. morning. Uh, he always has the best a morning after post for the Lightning. If you have not seen him, you can go. Um, he's always posting those in Thunderbolts groups. On I'm Facebook. telling you guys, if you get a chance to come out Cigar City or just out here in the plaza where the official watch party of the Tampa Bay Lightning is. Um, but I know they're sold out on reservations on everything up until game five. They haven't went on sale yet because it might not be needed. But come out here if you get a chance. Um, there's a small crowd out here on the alley tonight, and yeah, big. It wasn't big, but it was like you know. Yeah, I'd say there was probably about good night. There's probably about 50 people out on the plaza itself, and then another 25 on the patio, um, outside Cigar City, and then you had a hundred inside Cigar City. So, and then Brian Bradley, Thunderbug. So it was it was a fun time. It's always good, um, enjoying it with other Lightning fans. Yeah. You know, kind of, I'm sitting here shaking my head because not only are we missing Stamkos, we're missing the Thunder down there in Thunder Alley. You know, I feel like this almost has that 04 feeling to it and how, like, the Thunder and the momentum just built in the fan base and in the community and in the team. And I feel like, man, if we could be there, it would just be so insane right now. Like, uh, But it's cool that at least there's some kind of representation and some people getting together down there. And... I have to mention because it's Mr. Vinnick and Mr. Vinnick is an amazing man. Everybody that's working in Cigar City is a full-time um, employee of the food service that's inside the arena. And so he is paying their salary to serve the tables here. And every tip is donated to charity. Wow, that's so awesome. The people that are serving the food don't even get tipped. And let me tell you, the amount of beers that my party drank tonight and $3 shots when we score uh, that they were working their butt off today, but they get none of those tips. And the people that are working in the team store that's open every game day until puck drop. Those are the community hockey guys that are on full-time staff also. So Mr. Vinnick's paying their salary to work these small events so that they have some kind of work coming in. Well, you know, we talk about all the time on the show. That's just the icing on the cake as a Lightning fan. Uh, not only is the product on the ice uh, Best owner in phenomenal, but yeah, our ownership and uh, top from top down, world class organization. Period. Yep. Yeah. Totally, <laughs> Rachel. Totally yeah, come on that. over. Let me um, <laughs> let me tell you actually about my watch party experience. Uh -oh. <laughs> supposed to join me. You're but, inside the um, arena. Well, I got invited to the NBC uh, watch party. Like they showed them a couple times during the day, the game. Not enough. 
Um, I left about five minutes in because, you know, it was cool. They invited you to like a uh, Teams meeting, a Microsoft Teams meeting. So they had a ton of people in there. I didn't really recognize anyone, but a lot of thunder out there, huge Bolts fans. So it was cool. But they had the game on the feed and it was like 90 seconds, maybe even a minute or two minutes, like um, ahead of my TV. And it was like super pixelated. You couldn't hear any of the audio. And I was just like five minutes in. I was like, I can't watch the game like this. Like, I have to watch the game. Like, I can't watch the game like this. So I left. Um, but if you can, if you can go to it, it was a cool experience. Like, I, I don't know. We might have been on pregame for, for a couple seconds on TV. So it was cool for my kids to, like, you know, have that chance. Um, but I was a little disappointed. I would have watched the whole game if it was, like, you know, watchable like that but i don't know how some of those people are doing it but still cool that they're trying to do that but they got to work out the kinks i think webex or not webex i think microsoft teams is a bit of the issue right now so go check out the real uh lightning watch party at cigar city um and uh go find thomas after the game <laughs> so you can be on the show he's <laughs> over friday i won't be here friday oh he's not gonna be there friday. <laughs> um i don't off the tag team i'm in Rob is going after uh, his same uh -oh. comment that got him one of the first star, one of the stars of the chats last game. Fire Coop bringing a guy that can handle some adversity. Um, I don't know. Yeah, man, it's a bit of a reach out there, Robert. He's just. He's That's not John around. Coop. That's uh, Mr. Jonathan Cooper in there right now. What What other coach has that kind of fist pump? I don't know. I'm telling you, that, that's legendary right there. Uh, Tortorella when. He's talking about um, jackets in the locker room. About Cooper beat the Jack Adams um, award winner who was announced tonight as the Bruins coach was giving yeah. the award. I mean, it's President's Trophy. You have to you have to give it to him. It was it was uh, the season award. It wasn't. They were voted on before the postseason started. So did Cooper win it last year? Yeah. No. 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 So, so why didn't you win it? Why didn't he win it then? Right. Uh, yeah, what, did, yeah. what did that coach do? That was so great. He the had one most perfect line. As they one say. And perfect that's, line. That's the problem is, is that uh, the Lightning are expected that every year now. As in Boston, and so Coop gets no credit for nothing. J, I mean, JBB was announced today as a finalist for GM of the award, which I really think he has a good chance on that. Brian Bradley yeah. announced today here at the Cigar City watch party, the official watch party of the Lightning, that he believes Hetty will get the Norris Trophy when they announce that, which will be during the St Stanley Cup finals. So. Oh, I totally agree with that, especially after what he's doing in the playoffs. Like, I, like, the guy's already the best defenseman in the world, and for him to be raising his game, and I've always been critical about, um, about his offense. Like, I, I, I thought he has a good shot, but I didn't think the accuracy was there. And you could not say that about the goal he scored tonight. Not anymore. That puck I mean, you was can't the have flattest a puck shot. I've ever seen on the ice from him. I'm like, that puck was on the ice the entire time. Well, and like someone else put it up, posted up in the uh, – I'm trying to scroll up real quick and figure out who it was. But who would have thought Hedman now has seven goals in the playoffs and Kucherov only has six? Right. Yep, I saw that. Active defenseman, yeah. it's great. Oh, he has really, really, really stepped up. I do like uh, Tony's comment here about keeping Barzell 
in check. Uh, you know, Barzali is their their best player, and the Lightning have done a really good job of containing him, even though NBC didn't really see that tonight, as as Barzell dominated with his three shots on goal. All three. And it's what? Two All three in a block shot. Was the yeah, oh, yeah, one block shot. Wow. Yeah. And Rachel made it. Distant Thunder made it. She's probably up at like, you know, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. there. CJ Joe's back. The best part of waking up. Uh, she's talking about our guy there that just left Nightingale's post in the morning. Check those out. What else, guys? What else? Let's let's kick Steven out of here because our other folks that wow. were waiting left. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ash is going to be straight out of suspension for this next one. Uh-oh. Yes. Okay. Uh, let, let, let's not hold our breath because, it, you know, you know the, the hits that they never freaking call. So. Our mini Kalorn. We will hopefully have Steven back for the next post-game show. I don't know about Alex Kalorn for the actual game, though. So, you know, if you need your fill, you can get in uh, some Steven after after the game. <laughs> hopefully on Friday. He can I'll, I'll run the details about the locker room speeches I hear all the time. <laughs> all right, man. Well, thank you for calling in. Go Bolts. And hopefully we'll see you again on Friday. We will. We'll see each other on Friday. Let's let's wrap this up already. You can't you can't do it on Friday, but <laughs> it'll take a couple more games. But hey, we, we could we could be in really good shape. So I hope we see you then. And that gives us a open line here. And I I really want someone to call in and say you know a uh, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Did someone do that? Didn't somebody long do that the other night? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris Jones, my boss. Yeah. Oh yeah, that made my day. Um, actually, I got we got a little mail here. Uh oh, fan mail. A little oh mail here. Oh, you can't see it because I got my hands yeah, no. up. Adam, it looks pretty cool, actually. Adam Vossing, who um, you know, follows us. He actually won a T-shirt from us. The last T-shirt we gave out, a Doc Shock shirt. So he had my address <laughs> and he sent me, he sent me this card. So what he does is he has Holland the pup. If you look him up on Instagram and I don't know if he's on Facebook, but him and his dog, they're trying to make it to all um, of the NHL arenas. And he nice. made these tops. They're legit tops, like trading cards with his dog. And this one's cool. He's got Thunderbug in there. I don't know how well you guys can see that, but I want to just give him, have they came out. here? Have they been here? Um, who? Oh, they're from Tampa. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, if not, I was going to make sure he came here. Holland the Pup. Yo, for sure, yeah. Holland the Pup, it says on the back, is a huge Tampa Bay Rays and Lightning fan and is on a mission to visit every MLB and NHL arena. Holland loves belly rubs, fetching sticks, and dog treats. Follow our journey at, at Holland the Pup. So at home, we've got a lot in common being that pup. We got a lot in common. Hometown Tampa, Florida. So go check it out. Thank you, Adam. Um, also, I got an email from someone this morning, like one of these companies that does lists, and apparently we are the third best Tampa Bay Lightning podcast. Who knew? <laughs> so, so thank you guys. As we always said, um, you know, this is all led by everyone in the chat, everyone that joins the show. So you guys are the third best Tampa Bay Lightning podcast, according to some random website. So congratulations nice. on that. Um, but back to the game. Back to the game. 
What else? Put in your comments. Three stars. We got some three-star comments here. Connor, Shepard, um, my three stars are Headman at three, Cooch at two, Vassy at one. Vassy does not get enough love. I don't. I, maybe it's because he hasn't had a shutout. And you see, like, Robin Lerner's had, what, four now? So Vassy, I, I, so he deserves so much more love. I said since we started this show, it's all going to depend on that man and how he performs. And we've seen him get better and better throughout this playoffs. Yeah, so good you don't talk about him. You know what I mean? That's kind of what they say about good goalies. You know, it's like, oh, he makes an outstanding save, look routine. Uh, so then you don't really have to talk about him that much. But he definitely – but, you know, again, like I was saying, they – they definitely did a good job in front of him of letting him see the puck very well tonight. And he didn't have a lot of tough angles or challenging looks uh, on the pucks that he was facing. So that's a big that's a big thing tonight because that hasn't always been the case throughout the playoffs. They've they haven't, as you talked about, shooter haven't always done a good job of clearing out in front of the net. So that was a big deal tonight, being short on the bench, as we talked about, being able to let Vassy see the puck and do his job unfettered. That's that's a good job. Love it. Tony says Vassy, Cooch, and everyone on the penalty kill. <laughs> right. Like that. And it was a makeshift penalty kill, too, with some of the players uh, penalty uh, getting penalties. Yeah. That, Cooch, Vassy, up. good, bro. Good, bro. Triple Jet said, get out there. <laughs> Just four. Right. Four roll get out there. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it probably at, at some points became um, pickup style where, where they were yeah. just rolling the benches. What yeah, do you think that's what it seemed like, especially right in the third. It really looked like that because it, like you even said, you kind of saw a flash of the triplets line, or was as Steve said that, a little a flash of the triplets line real quick. But it was really, I think, just a matter of who's next on the bench. And they were just kind of running, not full line changes, just partial changes. And next guy up, because they talked about it. As a short bench, you kind of just got to get out there, skate your shift, and then get off, not get caught out there in case it does turn into an overtime game. So, you know, fantastic job by Cooch and the guy or Coop and the guys running that bench. What do you think about the criticism on NBC when Maroon was getting in that fight and they were saying, you know, being another forward, you probably don't want to try to shorten that bench even more? I mean, I agree with them a little bit, but in the game, you're not thinking that. You're thinking, and someone like Maroon, he's going to hit you first and then ask questions later. The one thing about this game is that it finally, I've been asking for for weeks and weeks, finally looked like an old school hockey game. Two evenly matched teams that got a little frustrated and resorted to the physical stuff a little bit. We finally saw a fight. That's the first fight we've seen through for the Lightning in the playoffs. Um, even though it wasn't a, a big one, there was still, you know, gloves drop, knuckles thrown. It was good to see that. And, yeah, I thought Maroon, they were giving him a hard time. But guess what? I mean, he didn't drop the gloves. He got in there with them. But he kept the gloves on. So if anything happened, he, he was probably expecting both of them to go off any, either way. He wasn't going to go off by himself. You right. Know? So, uh, and, and the guy who was going to take off them was definitely more important for them than he was for us, technically speaking. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Cooch. Here's, here's a question for the chat. And I like this comment from Chris. Cooch was hyped after that goal. Everyone was hyped after that goal. Yeah, um, right. But I, I did have to pull up the celly, and I did notice it live. But I, I, I'm kind of wondering, a question for the chat here. Can anyone read lips in Russian? It could be English, too. But like, take a look, because Cooch is already screaming right here. But he said, 
He says, it looked like he said mama to me. <laughs> like, I'm sure that's not what he said. Mama. But let's, let's, mama. <laughs> mama. Mama. Or mother effer. Mother effer. I don't know if he yeah. had an effer in there. Effer's got more of that, like, you know, f- that, like you got. Yeah, see, two- the, jaw, the, the chin only drops twice. That's only two con- or two syllables there. That's Russian, I think. That's yeah, Russian. That's kind of Russian. That's yeah. Danya. And, uh, <laughs> Man, so again, um, I, I said seven seconds. Thomas had the the correct vote. Eight point six. Point, eight point. Was it eight point six? Eight point yeah, eight. Eight point eight. Eight point eight. Eight point eight. Okay. We're, we're eight, gonna round eight. down to eight point six because it sounds better. We're gonna run down to zero because it didn't matter. It might have been point oh. oh one. Eight point eight. Vasilevsky. That's right. Eighty eight. That's right. Yeah. Uh, did it for his boy Vasi. Uh, also. Cooch tried to hook up Sergi with with the game winning goal uh, minutes before that with a beautiful pass, and Sergi have a uh, little hesitation. You know, I hate those hesitations. Still sniped one, and it was a really nice save. That first period, Sergachev sucked. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, one of the guys in the chat, I don't know if he's still around, uh, Roscoe called him out on Facebook today, talking about how he hasn't looked. Uh, like he probably should have. Maybe he's regressed a little bit. Maybe we won't have to pay him as much next season. Um, and what kind of impact they might, that might have on the contract negotiations for him and for the team. Uh, and I think it's, you know, I didn't get to read the comments. I didn't get to get that in depth because there was a lot of, you know, response to it, obviously. But I think that's a valid question of, you know, what has he really risen to the level we expected him to or, are we projecting a little bit and giving him a little bit too much credit because he plays on such a good defense, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, NHL tends to be, especially with fans, what have you done for me lately? So. Well, I mean, it is only only his fourth season in the NHL right now, right? Yeah. Third, yeah. Fourth. We forget. So he still needs at least two more years. Third. Yeah, so he still needs another be- three years to hit what we call the beginning of his prime as a defenseman in the NHL. So. That being said, though, I don't think he's progressed so far in the first three years to make it make him like a market breaker kind of guy to where I think, you know, an, an average deal for maybe another three years or something like that. Another small bridge deal maybe gets a job done for him. And that could lead to keeping other guys, you know. Someone compare him to his Chernak. They're both up this year. So right. they're both on their first three year contract, their entry level contracts. So if you compare them. I think Sergachev during the regular season had the advantage over Chernak, and in the playoffs, I think Chernak has the advantage over Sergachev. Those are both two that we would have to re-sign along with Sorelli. Yeah, good point. And remember, it takes these defensive men a long time to develop. Hedman was horrible his first year. I don't know if you guys remember. Even all all the way up in his sixth and seventh year, he was still – it wasn't until that – I think it was his sixth year where he kind of had his – huge breakout offensively is this season. Um, and uh, ever since then, he's just really shot off. So, I mean, I still see the potential there with Sergeyev. I'm not saying we should move on from him by any means. I don't think you let him go. I'm just saying maybe he's cost himself a little bit of money this go around, and that could be beneficial for the Lightning. But I don't know. There's, there's I know Sergeyev. I know I've seen him several times and – um, it's in his head. It, he knows when he does bad. He, I mean, he really takes it to heart. He he doesn't let it go. So he knows. 
<laughs> yeah, and it seems like a theme with with Russian players, right? Like yeah. they do let the game go to their head. Yeah. Um, I love the guy though. I mean, he, he, every defenseman makes mistakes, yeah. and um, you know he he does make plays when he needs to. So we'll see. He's going to be a key part of this run for sure. And whatever happens this summer or this fall or you know whatever you, you want to say. And by the way, Chris. Uh, a bunch of Chris is in the chat trying to really yeah. get on Thomas's good side here. Right. Uh, three stars of the chat. That's right. We pick our three stars of the chat because this show is not about us. It's actually about you. All of us. Viewers. Um, Cooper, number one, number two, number three star. That's usually Thomas's go-to when we talk about the stars right. of the game. And then, <laughs> and then he's good. also another Chris. Chris Jones says, Schooly, the unofficial spokesperson for Tampa Bay. <laughs> when are you My running boss. for mayor, Schooly? <laughs> Russian collusion. And yeah, if anyone didn't catch the beginning of the show, we started a little late because I had to make myself a white Russian, which is now kind of like a watery, milky substance. So um, I had to do it, though. Had to do it. Uh, Do you see Dan Fesco over talking about uh, he thinks that uh, Cooch, when he's reading uh, Cooch's lips, he said, said, uh, Cooch says, Rasputin. Maybe. Maybe in in Russian, Rasputin. Oh, yeah. there, there you go. Or maybe he just said, for you, Putin. Don't kill me, Putin. Who knows? <laughs> oh, my Collusion. God. That, that, that's funny. All right. This is, this is going to be a tough three stars of the chat. So start to narrow down your choices, boys. Um, come on, guys. Call in. We want to hear your reaction. Uh, if not, we're going to wrap this puppy up soon, and then we're going to be back Friday. Weekend shows are are mostly like a party. So Yeah, I was up at like 1.30 this morning buying another house, so I'm freaking tired right now. So uh, You can always depend on tap, the, the stash to bring um, TMI to the table. What do you because, mean TMI? Because nobody cares about <laughs> your home <laughs> buying, your vacations, your luxurious life. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, Stash, was it right next? To, was it Stammer's old house because he's leaving as captain and moving away? Or is it Coop's house because he's getting fired after the season? Oh, that's my next, oh, next door to me, and they're both moving in as, as uh, roommates next door to me. That's what it was. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Roomies. Yeah. We're going to start yes. Stammer's start not in the bubble, people. Stop it. There you go. Dan knows Dan knows Adam, who I got the letter from. He is the traveling food dude as well, if you want to look him up. Um, all right, what else? This will be a great year for Tampa Bay's three sports teams. We hope so. We sure hope so. Let's start it off with the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Well, and the MLS, too. The Rowdies are uh, playing really well, too. So, USL. So, I mean, Tampa Bay sports well, can really run the gamut. Oh, by the yeah. way, can we discuss this 3 o'clock game on Sunday? Do you know why it's a 3 o'clock game on Sunday? Because they didn't want to interrupt with the Giants game. That's a 7 o'clock at night on right. the, in New York and didn't want the didn't want the uh, ratings to go down for the NHL game. So oh, they so put it against Tampa. the Bucks because, the- you know, Tampa people suck and don't know how to watch sports. And <laughs> left it for the – the Giants game at night, so it didn't interrupt the Giants yeah. game. Well, that's hey, look, there's a lot of people online talking about it, and the fact is, uh, it's hockey season. Uh, you know, I'm an NFL guy, fantasy leagues, all that, but it's playoffs, man. 
you know, this isn't like the normal season when you've got hockey and football in October and it's the beginning of hockey. It's the opposite. It's the beginning of football. It's the end of hockey. I'll be watching hockey at three, you know. I mean, I'll be off played, watch my game, but, you know. Had yeah. we played Philly, we would have actually been an 8 o'clock game on Sunday. <laughs> so just, just a note on that, we will do a post-game show directly after the Lightning game. That's right. During the Bucks. Tom Brady Gronk game. Uh, we'll make a quick one for you. Hopefully, hopefully we're we're taking our no, shots. And we're calling it a series, right? We're gonna we're gonna hopefully do our toast on right. Sunday. We'll be getting we'll sloppy in the middle of the day. Pretty quickly, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep with the schedule for right after the game. And by the way, Friday I do have the Blobner, the Blob Man. If anyone knows Zach Blobmer from WDAE. Um, oh, yeah. He is going to jump on with us Friday night. Uh, another good hockey guy and all around sports guy. So we'll have him join. I see some some hate in the chat for Brock Nelson. Got to love that. And, and by the way, I like this, this one about his NBA style flopping. Um, but like, shouldn't this guy get his head checked after getting rep- like repeatedly bashed Three. in the head? Yeah, I don't know how they did back. How yeah. they didn't put him in concussion protocol is beyond me. After, I mean, after the second one, and after the third time, like, can you? Is yeah? What's the protocol? You know, I mean, you're so worried. You're so worried about killer hurting him on the first hit. You give him a game misconduct, but then you don't even take the guy back to like, you know. I mean, I guess he left the ice for a second, right? Didn't he leave, like? Yeah, no, he he wasn't even on the bench for the start of the second period. Yeah, so I thought. And then came I mean, came out a couple shifts in. And then with his first shift, he ended up taking a penalty. So, well, then wasn't that didn't it Chernick? They said uh, wasn't it Chernick that got kind of the uh, the hit up high too on him, kind of got away with one a little bit there too. So, uh, was it Chernick? I thought it was someone else. But anyway, it was there along the sideboards there. But anyway, yeah. but yeah, he definitely took another stick to the pocket or something. Yeah, it might it might have been Seti. Yeah, it might have been Seti. But uh, anyhow, it, it was really, I mean, I'm interested to see what's up with point. Cause I thought maybe they put him in concussion protocol because of his stumbling after that, when he came back out and then he was stumbling a little bit and went back. So I thought maybe yeah. they put him in and why they didn't put Brock Nelson. It's beyond me. Yeah. And it was tough to tell if it was lower body or head or even like shoulder collarbone or like, you know, he's had hip issues before he had hip uh, surgery last off season. So double hip, uh, like cross all of your fingers, cross your arms, cross your nuts, boys, girls, cross (laughs) your whatever you want to cross, but your keep, leg. keep him no crossed baby. because I mean, if there's one skater we don't want to lose, like Braden Point was on the fast track to the con Smythe if the Lightning yeah. win the cup. Oh, so he's an important player on this team. Obviously, we've seen the team win without Cooch, won a game five without Cooch, and played you know another half game without Coach Cooch. Um, we've seen them win without Stamkos. We won't bring that one up. Uh, and now we've seen them win without Braden Point. So what's stopping this team? Besides NBC telling them they can't win without these players. <laughs> Man, they were so excited to see the Islanders have any kind of life in this series, weren't they? Like, they were just so excited not to have to call a one-sided game again. I don't think I can blame them for that. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, it seems like they're just talking about in the intermissions, like, here's how the Islanders are going to win this game. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and, and, like, if you go on Ratings. Twitter and I did ask, Ratings. every every fan base feels the same way about NBC's oh, yeah. commentary. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you go to the Islanders, somehow, I just wish I could watch one game with another team's fan base just to understand how they think that NBC loves the lighting. Because right. I just feel like they, it's like, oh, Lightning scored a great play, and then on to like how the Lightning are going to lose next. And they devalue everything they do, right? Oh, well, they they scored the goal because of this, so they scored the goal. Because that's not like, wow, like at the end, finally they talked about it. This game, they gave them credit for you know really good passing and making great plays, three quality scoring chances at the end. But very rarely do they actually give them credit. It's always the other team did something or the light, you know, that's never like true. The Bulls are just a really good team. Or if they do is through completely gritted teeth and then there's some kind of an asterisk or well, some kind they, of a They to win. They to win. They they had to say good stuff about them. Yeah, right. There's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they hated every second. Every second. Especially yeah. Sharpie, man. Like they told her, like, it's funny, you know, <laughs> Because, you know, JR was on there forever, right? And early on, yeah. Ronick, and Ronick was all giving crap to the Bolts and yada, yada, yada. And then he went like two or three seasons where we made it deep in the playoffs. And he finally got some respect for the Bolts and started talking favorably about them. And then, boom, now he's gone. And now you get Patrick Sharp. And Sharp just can't wait to talk shit about the Lightning. <laughs> he can't wait. He can't wait. It's hilarious to me. Uh, yeah. They just had to replace JR with somebody else to talk shit about the Lightning automatically. That's part of the resume. (laughs) (laughs) How to get a job at NBC Sports. Well, Um, now Rosen's already taken, so. Oh, God. How does that guy have a job anywhere anymore? I don't even know. You know what I want to do in the offseason? I want to do, like, a podcast just outlining the history of the Lightning and just go Uh through, like, like, an hour and a half from start to current day these are your Tampa Bay like the details of everything that happened uh because I didn't live here in 1991 Phil Esposito has a dream I do want to get Phil Phil on the show as well I know some people that know Esposito if if we win the cup I'm gonna shoot who's got to take a shot we gotta we gotta try to get Espo on the show for sure look if we win the cup I think we just gotta go hard at Dinger if we can get Dinger on That'd be the, that'd be good for me, man. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I did I did tweet at him uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I know he responded to us both. I, I mean, I sent him the picture of me <laughs> and the stash here uh, when we met him. Like I don't know, no. less than ten years ago. It was a while it was like ago. Seven years ago in the hospitality suite when we did the uh, it was like the hospitality tickets and what there was like a meet and greet. We saw Andrew Chuck that night too. Uh, who else is in the house? There was a couple guys up there. It was pretty cool. They did the uh, post-game show from in there, in the uh, Chase Club or whatever. So that was pretty cool. But, yeah, that that, that picture's from, from way back. It's pretty funny. Yeah, we need to do the Lightning History uh, Review podcast so we can teach these young kids like Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve coming in strong at the end of the show. Not yes. I will put Steve for that comment. That's on one top. of our three stars of the chat, yeah. put a pin on it, Steve. You are in the three stars of the chat. Um, give me some other uh, uh, chats that we can 
pin as our three stars. I have a couple other ones here, but I'll let you guys kind of give me your favorites. So this Friday, though, at uh, six thirty at night, the STMs have a a um, Zoom STM call with uh, who are the guests? It's Rick Peckham, Brian Eggblom, and Jay Feaster. Um, this coming up Friday, so I'll be, if they have any inside information, I'll be able to share that Friday night after the game. Yeah, yeah. Again, the show too. Listen, guys, just come right on. We want Jay. Yeah. You want to do a history of the lightning? Jay Feaster's your guy, man. It's the nicest man around. He will do anything. But if you think about it, even when he left, he was still somehow involved with the lightning, even being a GM of another team. He yep. still had ties here, and he came right back here. If there's any guy that knows this franchise and the history inside out, it's that guy right there, Jay Feaster. And yeah. he's amazing well, to just sit and talk to. Like, I've caught him a couple times. Like, if you get here, like, an hour, hour and a half before the game starts, literally he's, like, walking around Thunder Alley, and you just stop him, and he will sit there and talk to you forever. And yeah. I've caught him during the playoff before, yeah. Good guy. Yeah. I would love to get some more guests. And, and the problem we kind of have now with these late starts, we were like cursing those early starts earlier, but we right. were able to get more guests. But the, the late starts, like, you know, I mentioned Zach's going to come on, but Zach during the week works the early morning show. Uh, so he's not up late. Uh, I was talking to Ian Beckles, a Canadian, by the way, and a former NFL player, but a Canadian. And, uh, you know, he, he doesn't stay up that late. It's almost midnight, right? I, I personally can't go to sleep after seeing Cooch slap one home with eight seconds left, or we destroy a team eight to two, or we take out the Bruins in five games. I can't go to sleep. So thank you guys for joining me. Cause I'm not yeah. going to sleep for at least another hour. Like, yeah, especially that, especially after the other, I mean, it doesn't really matter right now. Playoffs. This is the best thing about the show for me is yeah. I mean, I'm so invested emotionally that at the end of the game, there's such a huge adrenaline dump. It, 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 I would just be sitting there like a zombie with nothing going on in my house, just like for 30 minutes, just trying to process it. So at least this way I can just boom, come right in here and kind of process it with all the other fans, man. It's pretty, it's the best part about it. Pretty cathartic either way, positive or negatively. I dig it. Yeah. And I love that they got, shirt. They got the new Eastern Conference shirts. Yeah. From, I love that. They have a couple nice different support. ones. I love the bubble hockey. Um, yeah theme that they have going yeah that's cool guy and i heard that dunedin there's a place called replay which is like an arcade and they Uh have a boston and a tampa bubble hockey and i would love to go have like a meetup there and whoop some of you guys in bubble hockey yeah i'm in i'm in oh the white russians got into your head no. <laughs> All right. Tony wants to see a shooting stash cartoon of Glass now trying to throw pitches around Vassy. We don't we don't mess with the Rays that much, um, but I think they deserve a little something. Maybe maybe um, usually for Thanksgiving we'll do a little like collaboration with all the teams getting together for Thanksgiving. So hey, we always like ideas. If you want to um, shoot us some ideas on the Facebook, which I know most of you follow us and join us on, or hit me up on Twitter at Shooty Shoots. The name's right there. If you don't know how to spell, um, but but yeah, 
hit us up with ideas because we're always looking for something. I'm working on a Bucks thing, and then I've had some ideas with my illustrator, Susan, about doing some Espo real-life stories because there's so much audio that is really yeah. awesome yeah. with Espo out there that needs yeah. to be documented because that guy's not going to live forever. I hate to yeah, keep it, like end on a sour note here, but <laughs> Espo's getting old, and I want that. Um, I want his stories to live on. And um, I think they deserve a little uh, crappy animation. With them. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it right. We'll do it right, though. Um, Forget the right, stash. You're going to be immortalized by a shooter in the stash of crappy animation. <laughs> um, all right. So adrenaline running hard. Totally, totally can't go to sleep right now. And I love the post game. I work the late shift. Hell no, yeah, man. I want to talk about these games right after the game. So yeah, um, it was once fresh. Such a cool run because, guys, we've only lost two games in the actual yeah. playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really easy to do these shows when they don't lose. Like it's, it's a lot more fun. We get a lot more people watching, a lot more engagement. Six in a row now. Six in a row. When we lose, yeah, we don't yeah. know what the team is going to be like. Next one. Thanks, Professor. <laughs> it's going to be um, – no, there's no jinxing involved except for uh, – Mrs. Shooter, who I had to kick out of uh, the Thunderdome here where I watched the games tonight. So the last three games, she's walked in into the room, and she doesn't really watch hockey. She just kind of will sit there on her phone, uh, which kind of pisses me off. All she does is keep us from watching the game. The last three games, they've scored as soon as she's walked in here. So she got the boot, and she's not coming. She's not invited back. It could end uh, end in uh, a split, but that's oh. um, that's how we have to do. Oh, I got a gas bed and a Murphy bed. Thunder. Very good. Very uh, good. You know, you can always um, you can always get married again, but you can't win another Stanley Cup all the time. Hey. Hey. So listen, this brings me to a conversation I was having with my buddy today. Um, he was asking about the Lightning and if they have underperformed as a franchise by not having a cup yet through this sustained win. And basically the question he was asking is, would you rather have the one championship out of like, and, or the sustained opportunity and all the playoff runs? I'd like to be good every year. Um, right. So you don't have an opportunity to win every yeah. year, right? Only one team wins it every year. And you know what? We might not win it this year, but it's right. been fun. It's been a hell of a time. So we'll you could take a case. You could take a case for both of them. I mean, if we get the cup this year, guess what? I want them to win the next next year, but I don't give a fuck because we won it this year, and I'll probably still have a hangover from winning it this year. So, you know. Yeah. yeah well, my response was, I guess, and and we kind of got into it because I didn't quite get where he's kind of coming from. Because I mean, I get it. You would much rather, I guess as a legacy, have that championship. Like, nobody remembers second place, right? So I, I think that's kind of what he's getting at. And But so for me as a player, I'm going to say, give me the championship, right? As a fan, I'm going to say, give me the playoffs every year because that's what I want. Like, as a fan, my job is to root for my team, right? And the more I can root for my team, the more games I can root, the more opportunity I have to root them onto a championship, the better for me as a fan. But well, as an but athlete... Then- as an athlete, you want that. I mean, of course, as a fan, I want the, the holy grail. No shit. You're like, obviously, I want the pinnacle. But 
how much fun is it to be a fan if you never make the championships or you never make the playoffs and then you win that one cup and then the next year you just know automatically as soon as you win it, oh, well, we probably won't make the playoffs next year. You know, like, how? what's the feeling there? You know what but I mean? But as a fan, I mean, we can probably, between the three of us, say everybody that was on that cup winning team. Right. Um, and can you remember, I bet you we would miss one or two people that was in the playoffs or the Stanley Cup loss against Chicago. In, in right. Right. I mean, we, we probably would forget somebody's name. And think of all the reunions we've had of that Stanley Cup team that has done different events here that you're not going to bring back a Schuster for anything here. You're not gonna bring. You're not gonna bring back uh, Mara. You're not gonna bring uh, Barb. You know uh, Barb's. Um, any of those people. It's it's the cup teams that you remember. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's true. That's true. You guys all have. Well, and that's a foundation that they built this this franchise on too. You know, it, it might have gone askew through ownership for a small a small part of time, but in the end, I still think that's the cornerstone that this franchise is built on is that 04 Stanley Cup and that entire playoff run and the way that this team really changed the game, you know. And uh, so that's a really good point, you know. It, that it one, Lord, one if, if maybe we weren't so good all the time, prices would drop. Good gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Stop really – Good point. But I, I kind of look at it like this. 2004 was kind of a flash in the pan because we didn't have deep playoff runs. We just had a hell of a team that year. Mm. And like the year before, I think we made it to the second round. And then the year before that, maybe it was the first round. And that was a while ago. It's tough to remember. Yeah. But it wasn't like, you know, we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And that's why I feel like when this team does win the Cup, it might not be this year. It might be next year. It might be four years from now. But it will be so much sweeter because you've got so many players on this team that were there in 2015, which is really right. kind of been the consistency kind of started. And it was a little, even a little bit before that. But I think that core kind of top players of this team was on that 2015 team when they made it and lost to the final Chicago. And I think when these guys can get over that hump and win one and heck, maybe it is this year. um, That's just how much sweeter it's going to be. And I always compare it to um, the caps. I mean, we took over as the caps, the team that couldn't get it done in the playoffs when they got it done. Um, So we're due, we're due to win this, cup and well, yeah and the other thing about the lightning too from my point of view as a fan if you're talking specifically about the lightning but it's it's the fact that no matter if we lose a piece of here or there this franchise isn't going anywhere like some of these guys are going to come and go the scouting team is still the scouting team the gm is still the gm the owner is still the owner they're still going to go out and find this talent they're still going to go out and keep working and continue to make sure that these guys are coming up the pipeline so they can continue to be a competitive team year in and year out. So maybe it's just I'm spoiled as a fan because they are so good. And you can see, hey, even if we do lose some of these guys, even five or six years down the road, when Stamkos and, and Headman and, and these guys were on their way out, 
this I'm confident that this organization organization already has a plan in place now. Like they're already looking oh, at guys. We got talent like crazy. You know, we got talent like crazy right. with the crunch, with the solar bears. Right. You know, and then who knows it's, what kind it's of not just a lightning franchise and light, light. It's not just a deep lightning uh, roster. It's a deep franchise from the top down. And and that's to me, I guess, is the thing that makes me as a fan be like, oh, well, I'll take the consistency every year because eventually we are going to win a cup, like Shooter said. And I think that it's just a matter of breaking through the barrier. We win one that we're probably going to win two or three in a five year span because I still don't. Everyone's like, oh, the window's closing, maybe on certain players, but not on this franchise. Not if you ask me. Cool. All right. Let's let's. Um... Let's do our three stars to the chat and let's get the heck out of here. Uh, did you guys have any other highlights of the chat? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate Rachel for her Cooch's King uh, with the uh, the whole holy hands. I All like right, the uh, emoji. I like the emoji there. Let's give it to Rachel. Tom, you got one. I had one, but I totally forgot it now. Come on, this guy's fired. Fire. <laughs> somebody in here that knows commentary. I'll, how about this? I will go with CJ Joe, who's been here all night. With nice. Brock Nelson is doing his post game, and I want to board him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go back and find it, but we'll also, one. of course, as we mentioned, Steve Mandingo, NBC equals well, not comment. Well, sure, shoot. Of course, my favorite has to be Chris Jones, the unofficial schoolie, the unofficial spokesperson for the Lightning. Yeah, well, well, we won't accept that. One. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, I do have to say, is good to shoot in the stash, not to schooling. I do have to say, um, do not pander to the guest host. Prayers go up to JT Miller's family. They lost their he lost his mother in law today to cancer. Mm. Um, Janet Craig was she was big in the groups when JT Miller was part of the team. She was yep. in all the Facebook groups defending him. To tooth and nail. If you didn't like him, she would tell you off. But she loved JT, her daughter, and JT's kids. So she passed away today for cancer. So that's a big loss. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll end it on a, a sad note there, but it was overall a great night for the Lightning in the terms of getting a huge win in a game that they really stole from the Islanders. They were not supposed to win this game. And Uncle Cooch showed us the way and really a great kind of team performance there at the end to hold on, uh, you know, get erase that five on three and come back and steal this game from the Islanders. Just another my, my number one star, though, has to go to Vassy. We don't give – we're not giving him enough credit, and I really think he played his game tonight. We've been – he's only been giving up two goals a game, and we're like, yeah, we still – he still isn't Vassy, Vassy, Vassy. But one well, goal tonight, been, and – I think on the show, we've been there for him, for sure. We've been lauding his growth on the show. Maybe he, not he was hung out to dry a couple times tonight. Uh, yeah wide open right in front huge yeah. saves so I'll, I'll go along with that as well and we'll give our guy mr smoke a shout out you got to call in the show next time buddy yeah, come man, on now come on you can't be hiding come on man chat. um yeah so we will be back yeah, friday right night right after the game game three uh, same time, eight o'clock. We'll be on whenever that game ends. Hopefully, no OT. Hopefully, we went eight to two again. Until then, this has been We the Thunder. 
Don't forget to be the thunder, and we'll play it one more time for Uncle Cooch. Yeah, Uncle Cooch. Yeah.